it seemed like we'd never leave work. We'll never meet this project deadline. There's too many moving parts from too many teams. Then we realized we had Miro, our online whiteboard, our way out. Hey, David, where's the user research? I see the Chicago team adding it to the Miro board right now. Let's add a project timeline. Miro has a template for that. Done. That was easy. Nice. The Tokyo team's online. I'll get them to add the design sketches. Ready to share the Miro board with the leadership team? Let's go. That, my friend, is the sweet sound of another project in the bag. Miro's visual online whiteboard gives your team the right tools, tech, and templates to share input and get feedback in real time. So you have fewer meetings and more time to get the job done. Get your first three boards free today at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? It's the ninth episode of Average Savage podcast. I got Everett Gibbons on the podcast. What's up, Everett? What up, what up? How you doing, guys? Good, good, good. So uh, let's just jump right into it and uh, tell us a little about yourself. Uh, yeah, so I just uh, I make music. Uh, I just released an album called Pomegranate Music that's available pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to it yourself yet, but... Yeah, I did. Yeah, I checked uh, it out. Been getting a lot of good feedback on that stuff. I'm from New Hampshire, actually, and uh, I make more like hip-hop music. Yeah. So, so how did you much, uh, uh, how did you get into rapping? Pretty much like every other white kid, I probably started listening to Eminem first. Yeah. But like, I didn't really go public with music till like high school, mm-hmm. and that was mainly a part to my buddies in high school, like my homie Dell Kinetic. He was actually on the album I just dropped. He he was he was like writing rhymes when he, I think he was like a sophomore or something. And I was just sitting next to him in like economics class or something. I'm just watching this kid write. And I like had always kind of written lyrics, but wasn't necessarily like hip hop and uh, or rap. I would say I think we were more like rap than hip hop to be honest. But like yeah, kind of just started bouncing and bouncing ideas off each other, like writing shit in his basement and. I still make music with them to this day, so that's pretty much like I'd say high school is when we kind of like started being like, oh, yeah, we're rappers. But yeah. well, it was uh, there was a lot of like I feel like it was like less crowded. Like we were actually like making beats and shit, and um, I just feel like we had a pretty pretty cool thing going. Yeah. And then like Della Della went off to college, so I kind of had to like make music by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, he was at co- well, he was at college, and I put out like some music. I, I, I mean, it's not even on the internet anymore. I don't think because I don't really fuck with it like that. But yeah. I kind of, I just kind of did it to make sure I was still honing in on like mastering my craft and not, you know, staying stagnant because my homie wasn't there. Yeah. So I, I started just writing a lot by myself, you know, and finding places to record. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, like. Ended up, um, I ended up making music with him down in Boston while he was at uh, the Art Institute. Shit, we kind of been doing it ever since. Really, you just gotcha. So when was it? When was it? Then you like that you started taking it like serious? Like what year? Uh, I started taking it serious and probably like I mean, we were always we were always freestyling and shit yeah. in high school. Like we had like a group in high school that was like I graduated 2011, but we were doing that shit at like. 
So, but that wasn't like quite too serious. It was like we were just, you know what I mean? We were, yeah, we were yeah. still like, we all love music and we all love making hip hop, but we didn't really know how we were going to be received or perceived, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were kind of skeptical about it, you know what I mean? Because like, it is what it is. All right, so how about this? And, uh, when when did you like know that you were like, I want to do this, like for a career, basically? I'd say probably 2012, <laughs> right after high school, really. Gotcha. So what what, you know what, I mean? what were you going to say? I was just saying, yeah, probably 2012, we were, uh, that's when I probably started taking it the most serious, you know? For sure. So what what would you say your style of uh, rapping is? Uh, I don't know. Like, a lot of people compare me to, like, southern artists, actually, believe it or not. Like, I like big influence, like, by, like, Outkast and shit, but my style is probably more, uh, you know, that consciousness and shit. Like, just trying to be as dope as possible with the lyrical, like, mm-hmm. I'd like intricate shit, you know what I mean? I really do, I, like, to be honest, like, I'm more of an intricate type person when I'm listening to music. I like fucking dope stories and shit. Yeah. But I've really been trying to, you know, work on the other side of the spectrum with, like, the turn up trap shit as well. Like, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like, I listened to my old stuff and it was, like, wicked. It was overdone, like, too, way too fucking trying to be technical and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like now it's, like, I feel like it's a nice blend of, like, underground, like, old school hip hop and, like, kind of like the new new school shit as well you know what i mean like gotcha, it's, yeah. it, it's got a nice feel the whole album too is like there's a bunch of different feels on it so gotcha 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 so when it came to uh like picking your name you just stuck with your regular name what why did you do that over picking like a stage name um so i like my nickname is gub everybody calls me gub like g-u-b-b yeah and uh because my last name gibbons obviously and everybody called everybody like calls me gub and gubby and shit like that so I kind of, I like that nickname, but I didn't know, like, it's kind of, it was honestly just kind of like, I'm going to do music under my own name, so people take it serious, yeah, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, when I attach my fucking God-given name to it, like, people are going to start respecting it a little bit, yeah. you know, just out of respect for the person, you know, whereas, like, if I was, like, going out as, like, some crazy fucking name, it's yeah. kind of like an alter ego shit, and it's like, I don't want that, I want to be fucking real you know you just want to be able to hold myself to that yeah yeah for sure your your name kind of like actually like sounds famous ever given yeah man yeah not yet not yet but i've had people say that like uh my name sounds like a presidential name you gotta remember some old lady was like ever gibbons she's like that sounds like a president's name i was like uh probably not that i don't think i could do that yeah Hey, down the road, maybe you'll be in movies too, and then you won't have to change your name like these rappers. Like they give, they put the credits in there and stuff. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> Seriously, it pretty much goes hand in hand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah for it's sure. Like a lot of these kids are doing, uh, doing music and movies, and just like Instagram and shit. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, walk me through the process of what it's like to record a song, like going to the studio, like writing, etc. Word. So, uh, I guess obviously you want to do most of your work out of the studio as far as writing mm-hmm. goes. Yep. Like, I know a lot of kids that want to come in and like freestyle and shit. It's like, dude, you're not going to get an engineer to do that for you. That, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The engineer's not going to sit there for fucking two hours unless you're freestyling on mic. And if, he, if he's letting you do that, he's just making money off of you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. be pretty like, planned out and shit. So I guess get your beat, get your beat for 
first, wherever it's coming from, whether you're making it or you're buying it, you know what I mean? Yeah. No steel beats. Um, get the beat right to it, you know, practice it. And then wherever your studio is pretty much like I was driving a Worcester, which is like pretty, pretty far away from me, about, about an hour to go see my homie, Brian, who's my engineer, he goes mm-hmm. by Brill. Yeah. But, um, we just recently built a studio off here in Wyndham. It's called Pomegranate Studios. It's, uh, me, Della, um, my boy Joey, and Brill, the engineer, and a couple other heads in there. Mm-hmm. But um, so we got like the studio now, so it's not so much like driving. But I mean, before I was driving a Worcester in like snowstorms and shit, <laughs> which is, sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would drive there, I would drive back. So I was going in for sessions for like seven, eight hours. You know what I mean? Like real long sessions because I was trying. I didn't want to make that drive more than you know twice a month. So um, yeah, that's kind of like how, how we do it. You know, you got to trust your engineer, and the final product usually is a lot better than what you even had in mind. So yeah, for sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty lucky, dude. I got, I got a pretty like easy, not easy, but uh, I got a, we got a good system going right now where we're at. You know, and you got, you got beats flowing in. We have, you know, lyrics are just going. You know what I mean? We're constantly writing and shit, so constantly creating. It's kind of like they overlap, too, you know what I mean? You'll do a song, you'll get it three-quarters of the way done, and then you start recording a new song, you know what I mean? Because yeah. at some point, you got to go back and touch them all up. Yeah, I know, you especially know I mean? it's now. Like a, it's like a perfection thing. Yeah, nowadays, I mean, a hot song could last a week, and then people forget about it, so it's, like, crazy. Yeah, man, that, that that's honestly, you said, it, you said it best, like, that. that's the fucking truth, like, people's attention spans now everybody was like asking me they're like why'd you drop pomegranate music why'd you drop your album the same uh, week before drake why wouldn't you wait and i'm like dude because i'm not fucking famous like yeah. i'm gonna drop this shit and people are gonna listen to it for a week you know what i mean if yeah. they even do you yeah. know and like i got people that constantly listen to my shit that's great but the people's attention spans are just so short that like how how do you how do you plan to stay relevant you know what i mean like other than you know, singles, you got to keep dropping singles, the content yeah. needs to just be consistent, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And that's what, that, that's what we're all really working on with the whole team out here, because um, it's like, that, that's half the fucking battle, and then the other shit is, you know, business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, let's let's uh, go right into, talk about your new album. Word. Uh, Pomegranate Music is, uh, it's got 15 tracks on it. Yep. It's got features by like Michael Crispin, Delicanetic, uh, Joey Roxit, Plus One Tayuno, my buddy uh, Emmanuel the Saint, or ETS Amazing. Got a bunch of features on it. It's like kind of one of the first projects that I really like reached out to people and were like, yo, I got this like kind of like tailored for your field. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for, I didn't, I've never really, I've done features and shit before, but not like, not as many as this for this album so that that was the cool part about it and uh we um the the whole like pomegranate theme just kind of came like like i was saying i kind of had all these songs overlapping and i had them all together and i'm like damn this is starting to like sound like something like this isn't just a bunch of singles you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure and um so i i started chipping away at some of the songs making songs and i was you know, it was a long process. It wasn't like I sat down, had them all written at the same time. It was more of a 
collective stage, you know what I mean? It was probably, I was probably fucking making a song every couple of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. We got that done. My buddy Brian, the girl again, this kid, uh, only he, uh, he engineered and mission mastered everything for me. And he did it. He, he was Delacanetic's roommate in college and he really hooked me the fuck up. Yeah. He helped me light the fuck up with that. So, that I'm pretty grateful. And everybody's been really enjoying it. Everybody's, uh, the reaction has been good. For sure. Yeah, those two, I like it. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. We got, um, I got more music on the way as well, but I, I really just, I think with that project of Pomegranate, I think it's like, you really got to listen to it front to back yeah. because it's, uh, it, it's definitely got a, like, I still listen to it and I'm like, damn, that, that was cool. Like, just the, just the vibes of it and the ebbs and flows of it really fucking, that's what I like to emphasize on albums, like song placement, you know yeah. what I mean, and yeah. and that type of shit. Not so much just banger after banger. Like you want you want bangers, but you also want to have the album be more than just a bunch of singles. Like I said, I feel like that did that week. So yeah, exactly. So what's the what's the meaning behind uh, the pomegranate? Um, man, I I was just writing it. It kept coming to me. Like I think it's track fourteen. It's called three thousand seventeen. Yeah. Uh, and it says we're sitting underneath these palm trees, pomegranates and grapes. And I just wrote that, and I was just like, "That was that's a that's actually a really old verse." And um, I was I was really thinking about it, and I started just thinking like, "Oh, pomegranate! Like it, it really is. It's a fucking sick fruit." And I'm like, "Oh shit! Like it's got granite right in it. Like I'm from New Hampshire, where where the granite state." Okay. And uh, that was kind of like the first thing. I was like, that was like the first like kind of oh that's kind of a cool little thing about it and yeah. i started i like started researching like what the fuck what was like the symbolism behind i, I like symbolism a lot and i was like what's the symbolism behind like pomegranate and that shit and it's like pretty much relevant in like every major religion and like mythology and it's like the forbidden fruit it's everything but yeah. i was like damn this is dope and, and i as i was making it the album i just like I kept thinking, like, what should I call this? And, yeah. like, I just, like I said, the pomegranate thing, like, that relevance with the granite state shit, I just kind of, like, thought about it, but I didn't I didn't think, like, right off the bat, like, oh, that's the that's the name of my album. Yeah. I just thought, like, oh, that's cool. And, like, the more and more I thought about it, I was like, damn, this has a, I'm trying to think, like, what would I, like, encompass all these songs and what would I call it? And I was like, damn, pomegranate music, that shit's fire. <laughs> I was just like, it's just, it's just cool, it's unique. Sure. But like the symbolism behind the fruit itself yeah. is dope, you know, and it's like one fruit with, with many seeds. So it's like kind of like we are all one still, you know what I mean? We're all connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that dope. kind of thing is like the Pomegranate Collective is just going to be pretty much anybody we work with, you know what I mean? We're not going to, it's not going to be a click. It's going to be a fucking movement, you know what I mean? And everybody, everybody's down yeah. as long as we fuck with you, you know what I mean? I mean anybody. Yeah. So, yeah, that's dope. That's that's a cool that's a cool thing about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, how about uh, you feel like uh, spitting something for us real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I got something right here. I I might slur a little bit. Cause I'm I'm nursing a hangover like a bitch, but <laughs> um, sorry. This is something I'm released. Yeah, I made it, so I write to it. Give me one more minute. I'm getting right to it. Give me one more gimmick, a fight, crime, kill, critics, flat, brimming them white knights that might do it. 
try losing the lie lose and my truth. You ain't trying with dying doing the mind ruins. My influence to the game be the light of fluid. Iron and dying and fire time and of higher doings. And I imply that you're more reliant. I was born a riot. The lime wire is what made me a pirate. I surfed the web, ride a wave, catch a virus. Yeah. I see the hieroglyphs on the back of my eyelids like eye for eye, but we don't sleep. If I ain't fired, then I don't eat. Like most get high, I don't leave their feet, but we gon' vibe, smoke this leaf. We go eye for eye, but we don't sleep. I ain't fired and I don't eat. Like, most get high, I don't leave their feet, but we gon' vibe, smoke this leaf. Uh, hey, there we go. Good stuff right there. Yeah, it's slow, <laughs> slow shit, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about, uh, what are uh, some things that uh, you're into besides music? Oh, word. Um, definitely, definitely big sports fan. Pretty much anything Boston. Sports I'm down with. Yeah. Obviously, like, drinking and partying. Yeah. Um, but that's a weekend thing. Uh, I actually run a couple of smoke shops. I, I guess people wouldn't know that about me. I run a couple of smoke shops. Um, one in New Hampshire, one in Mass. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think it's something fucking interesting. I'm boring as fuck. <laughs> How far do you think something the Red Sox are going this year? The Sox? Uh... They're losing to Houston. I hate to say it. I love the Sox. Wow, that's, cra- that's crazy. Though. My last guest that was a Red Sox fan said the same thing. They're losing to Houston. I hate to say it, but, like, Houston's stacked. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're stacked, too, dude. We got the best record in baseball. We have the ability to do it, but I don't think I don't think, the, uh, I don't think we got the playoff bone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. think the Sox are uh, experienced enough to win it, but they say that so you win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't have enough experience, so you get a championship, and then all of a sudden everybody's a fucking all-star. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. Astros are stacked. I was still trying to think of something interesting. Uh, all, I'm like, what, something that people don't know about me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I drive a nine, uh, 2002 Grand Cherokee great Jeep Limited V8, baby, for sale. Two grand, hit me up. <laughs> there you go. We're selling cars on the podcast. We're doing everything. Yeah, We're selling oh, cars. <laughs> I gotta drive it till, you, till yeah, till that thing is done. Fucking falling apart, um, you know. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and could you tell the listeners where they can find you on social media? At ever underscore Gibbons, pretty much everywhere: Instagram, Twitter, Ever Gibbons Music on Facebook. I think. And, um, gotcha. Do you want to? Appreciate wanna... you guys for having me on, man. This is uh, definitely a pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to uh, shout out anybody out? Shout out Average to Savage, motherfuckers. <laughs> there we go. All right, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Check out the music. Thank you. Yeah, I'll put the links in. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.